and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to Marta Rocca, the editor and creative director of Foreign Sons, the beautiful magazine that focuses on the wet-nosed joy of living with dogs. We delivered the magazine to Stack subscribers in July this year, and Marta stopped in at the office in the middle of a summer trip to London to explain why this is no regular pet owner's magazine. If you're a Stack subscriber, of course, you'll have held this in your hand, so you'll know how important photography is to Foreign Sons. They won our prize for Best Use of Photography at the Stack Awards last year, and every issue they somehow managed to come up with the most characterful and idiosyncratic pictures of dogs. Apparently, the secret to it all is being excited by the unexpected. As Marta says during this conversation, you're really not going to be rational with a dog. So it's all about seeing what happens on the day and being prepared to go with that. If you're not a Stack subscriber, check the blog and you'll see some select spreads from the issue that we sent out so you can get an idea of what the photography is all about. And of course, you should totally become a Stack subscriber. We deliver a different magazine every month for just £7 or €15 or $15, including delivery. And if you use the code PODCAST, you can get 10% off those prices. So go to stackmagazines.com and use PODCAST and we'll get a magazine out to you straight away. Okay, that's enough promotions. Let's hear from Marta Rocker, editor and creative director of Foreign Sons. Marta, thank you very much for coming over to see us at Somerset House. Thanks for having me. It's always good to have a bit of a chat. So you are off in Australia normally. Is it Melbourne? Yes. So we are based in Melbourne. Um, the editor is based in Brooklyn, and then we have a whole bunch of contributors all around the world. But yes, I guess if we have to choose the birthplace, it would be Melbourne. Yes. So, so tell us, what, what is first of all, what is Foreign Sons all about in the grand scheme of things? Right. So um, we are a magazine that is sitting in the crossover between art, culture, um, lifestyle for use of every word, um, but we have the dog as our muse. So the dog is the thread that connects everything and um, kind of keeps us in our toes. And why dogs? How did this whole thing start? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> it was a bit of an accident, which kind of like a, that kind of happy accidents where a few years back with um, the other founder of the magazine, who since has gone into other things. She is like what probably most people would think as the ultimate dog lady. And, um, and we wanted to do something that connected um, publishing world with something that we were also passionate about. And um, we kind of were looking around going, there's nothing really um, breaching that kind of the publishing world and what's happening in that uh, industry which we really love with dogs and how dogs are presented in a modern contemporary way so we started to uh, sort of like sniff around for use of every word <laughs> and um, dog pan here and um, and then we just fell in love with with um, bringing everything we love into this neat little package and um, just I guess bringing the dog culture um, 
just with a fresh point of view and with like a bit of a um, art edge. And it was um, a nice surprise to find out that there was a lot of uh, interesting thing happening or on the verge of happening. I think we we were lucky that we um, just started to work on the project where obviously there was a lot of interesting stuff happening with the magazine industry. There was a lot of people in the dog industry uh, also um, wanting to bring a different point of view um, into into the dog industry. And we just kind of just started to grab a lot of things and just bring it, just, yeah, brought it all together. Really. And, and so where, when was this? That was in 2012. Mm-hmm. So we are, yeah, hitting our fifth long, like, full year. Uh, and it feels, I mean, looking from the outside, it looks like you've kind of, you've managed to ride a wave with this. The, it, is it the case that the, the, this cool kind of dog thing was starting to coalesce and come together and you carried along with it? I think we, yes, I think we um, were right place, right time, right sensibility, right community, everything just came together. Um, some of the um, photography that we've published, um, it's a bit of a tribute to things that have been done in, not too distant, but in the past, but a lot of it is real, it's happening in real time, so to speak. Um, so there was that element, there was the element of a lot of uh, dog owners were looking for a different way of talking about not even we are not really a, a magazine about pet ownership but they really wanted to feel themselves reflected in a magazine that was taking the dog theme um, from a different point of view so from brands to yeah, photographers to uh, the written word to uh, artists so everyone that was working on on uh, was exploring the dog as a theme in many ways um, not just as comp- companionship but as a theme for their creative work or even as a representation of things in culture so from the thinking point of um, things so everything was just sort of boiling and um, and then yeah we happened to be at the yeah right place right time we I don't I don't think we can completely own it I mean we can own a little bit of it but it's because we um, we look for those people and we try to champion everyone that was uh, on the same page, really. Uh, and so you, you say, like, you know, you're looking for those people. I would imagine that over the years that has changed a little bit in terms of, mm. at the start, obviously, it's you going out and, and getting hold of people. But, I mean, now I imagine you must, like, virtually every day you must have people coming to you saying, like, hey, look at me and my dog, look at these things. There's, there has been a little bit of change in that, as in, at the beginning, we were, like, looking for that threat, um, and, again, working with people that had the same sensibility. Now it's much easier to uh, find them, and it's also... Uh, very nice to see that people um, come to us, um, they kind of see what we do and they see themselves reflected and that, that there is more of a um, range as well of what's happening both in art or culture, even food or anything. 
Um, so we we are finding that a bit more of a balance between uh, what's coming to us and what we are provoking as well. Like we are more and more wanting to be bringing into like original content. So the beginning we were so excited with everything that was already there and we wanted to bring it to the surface. And now we just, okay, well let's actually uh, more and more and more bring our own original content into the magazine. So, which is kind of, I guess, um, well, it's exciting for us. I think it's exciting for other people. And also a bit more of a, a partnership um, between um, the artists, ourselves, commissioning, brands, and everyone involved in the magazine. And that must be a much more difficult process because if you're going to be in there setting up shoots and doing those things yeah. that's harder but I guess it gives you more of an opportunity for putting your own particular mark on something. Correct I mean it's it's that kind of balance between you want to come up with like original content you want to kind of go okay what would happen if we tackle this theme who is the photographer that would be right for this idea or who could we commission to do a piece on this, this, I mean, that's very exciting. But yes, there is that nerve-wracking element always. And obviously you have to, um, I think, become better at communicating as well as, a, you know, from our side. Um, but it is, yeah, it's definitely more exciting. Um, and at the same time, we kind of feel now we're kind of hitting our fifth full year. and we kind of feel more confident. So it's taking us as well a bit of time to honestly feel, hey, we are legit. We, we kind of know our stuff and we can probably now contribute in a way that feels um, a bit more like stronger and more confident than five years ago when we were uh, exploring what, was, what we wanted to say, we were uh, very happy to, um, you know, be, and still are, like, but be much more on a humble position. And now we just want to have a different kind of fun as well with, with the content. So yeah, you've mentioned photography a few times here. And so you, you won the um, Best Use of Photography at the Stack Awards last year. Fantastic. Thank you. you. But I mean, like you were commended in the category for the two years before that. So, I mean, you've just been smashing it every issue with these amazing pictures of dogs that somehow feels fresh every time i mean the, how, how do you go about finding this stuff I mean, particularly if you're not actually always commissioning it yourself yes and the, there's a little bit again goes back to the we were saying of we have a little bit of a track record which means that um photographers that are exploring the dog as a theme or even a particular project that there may be photographers that this is not their one focus, but they found themselves doing something interesting in the, um, you know, with dogs as theme. And so there is this beautiful kind of conversation now. Um, so sometimes we are just approach and say, we are working, I'm working in this project or is a book or it could be an exhibition. And so there's that element of take coming to us and we champion the project. Sometimes um, we've worked with, uh, well, I, I photography is 
definitely my passion of um, of the whole range of, of mediums that we publish. And um, I'm constantly looking for people that I love and I just sort of see if there's something in their work that I could push. Sometimes I try to convince them to, would you consider taking the dog as a theme? So that's another. And obviously then there's the other side of us um, being the starting point for a project or for a series of photography. And because there is, I think, um, a kind of quite defined aesthetic to what we do, I think it's becoming easier for us to keep a consistent um, standard and sort of, you know, expect from photographers a particular standard or um, look for a particular standard and just kind of fit this um, this kind of um, inter yeah exchange of creativity. I think one of the things that I so when I think of Four and Sons photography, I just think of joy. I just think of like <laughs> Great. just this like energy and fun. <laughs> yes. Because I mean, I guess you know people always say like you know don't work with children and animals, <laughs> yes. right? So yes, I think that people that says that. Are, it's a little bit like um, uh, when people is sort of not sure of how they would react in that scenario. So there's photographers that absolutely love dogs and they could, they actually say to you, if I could, I would only work with dogs. So that's the other side of the coin. And I think that the dogs and, and, and children scenario is for photographers or any other creative that... Um, maybe it's a bit scared of like the unexpected because it's true you you have to be ready for the unexpected you cannot you're not gonna be rational with a dog or children i guess um but you can definitely like the kick is is just wait for that kind of unexpected moment where you need to remove yourself a little bit and you have to be prepared to um, accept things as they go and to actually probably be the kind of person that gets more excited from the unexpected than from a set of ideas. Um, and yes, there, yeah, they are totally magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you have to be open to this, this kind of magic just, just sort of yes. coming out. When you're lining something up, when, when you're working on a new issue, yes. what are the things that you're looking for that you know are going to be, they're like the backbone of the magazine? Right. So we always um, try to find a balance between like uh, features that would, apart from, again, the aesthetic side is super important to us, but that would be a great conversation point um, there's also, we like to showcase new work, um, so that's the eye candy that maybe you're talking about, that kind of joyful um, kind of projects. Then we try to also bring in some articles of people that, you know, own a dog. We don't like that word, but you know what I mean, like, like dog people. Um, 
so we can learn from how people live with dogs in a contemporary way. So people that travel like creative, we have an article in this coming issue where um, we interview the costume designer behind Hand, Handmaid's Tale. So she's constantly on the go. So how does she, you know, deal with having a pet that has to travel with her on set and how the, this beautiful dog interacts with you know famous actors and so it's kind of bringing in a little bit of how pet ownership is not just one way there's many ways um, to own a dog these days and you can travel and you can do many things uh, we get a few comments about like a lot of people that was considering having a dog and were a bit well oh, but I travel a lot or like uh, I have a little apartment the people has felt that they were encouraged to adopt, for example, which is really beautiful. Then we always um, have some uh, pieces that are like a short story or something connected with uh, like great writing. And then at the moment, we just because it's such a such an interesting new ground, I guess, like things are happening on Instagram. So there's a little bit of everything. Um, and then we try to uh, find the right mix also. Big dogs, small dogs, you know, like, you know, urban, um, you know, like things that are outside of the big cities. Just to, f just to bring a really nice range of um, things that are happening in the way that dogs are represented in culture or how people live with dogs in, like, in, in reality. And that's how things happen naturally. And we don't have a theme, but funnily, at the end of every issue, you kind of look back and it's, it's happened. So there's a, very, there's a lot of intuition going on as well in the way that we, even the way that contributors would just bring a story. And sometimes it feels right, or sometimes it's like, it's for the next issue. And you don't really know why, but it feels, it just feels right for different times of the, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess this is the strength of you having dog as your, I mean, the, you know, your, your overarching unifying thing is the dog. Correct. And so then that allows other things to just kind of hang off it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the thing. We have, we have such a strong theme that the rest, we, we can afford to be a little bit looser in other things and to bring things that maybe they actually, yes, could, could be quite, not dissimilar, but... Um, random and they become um, they just all come together in this really nice neat way okay so so you've got your new or your coming issue is at the printer at the moment so yeah. one that we're going to be sending out so tell some of our listeners who by the time they hear this they will have sat down with the magazine have had a good flick through it yep. tell us what are you really excited about putting out there this time um, so we have um, a really nice uh, behind-the-scenes article about Isle of Dogs, the Wes Anderson uh, movie, uh, looking at all the craftsmanship, like that when, like the talking to the actual uh, puppet designers and uh, the director of photography, so the unsung heroes of the movie, which um, obviously you know Wes is vision is his vision but there's so much behind it that we really wanted to um, pay tribute to everyone that's behind the scenes um, there's uh, a really nice 
a showcase piece that uh, focuses on the galgos, which is the uh, Spanish uh, greyhounds, and um, because there's a very uh, disturbing um, backstory on how they are mistreated once the hunting season is over. So we always like to keep bringing the conversation back into some of those issues. Um, there's, uh, there's that very interesting conversation with uh, Anne Crabtree, which is the uh, costume designer I was talking about and how she deals with um, being nomadic and also uh, having a dog. Um, what else? There's, uh, oh, uh, there's just a whole bunch of uh, really nice things that, you know, again, bring that joy and throw a few questions out to uh, the readers, both people that may have a dog in their life or people that just are happy to be curious about what's happening in that world. I mean, I'm, I'm totally making assumptions about you now, but I'm guessing that you're someone with a dog in their life. No, I am not. Yes. And that is, that is a very... Um, I would love to. I travel a lot. That's, I think that's why that, uh, that conversation with Anne Capture was very, like, kind of like pushed a few buttons with me of how people can do that and be successful at, at a pet ownership that is um, realistic and honest and fair to both the animal and to yourself. No, I, we have not. And um, I kind of live vicariously through the magazine. And I think that that's actually a, something that a few people said to me. Like, oh, maybe that's why you have that. It's a different edge to the publication that maybe um, has that. I don't, I don't think there's a longing, but that there is a little bit of uh, looking at things a little bit from the outside in and kind of uh, wanting to be in and still not being fully in. Um, so one day, absolutely, one day in the cards, absolutely. Well, I, 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 whatever happens with that, I hope it doesn't change the magazine. It is, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, and I'm really, really pleased we're getting to send it out. Thank you. It's actually been an honor. Like it's, it's actually we're very, very, very excited. Yes, thank you. Well, thank you, and thanks for coming over. Absolutely, anytime. Okay, that's all for this week. Of course, I'd like to say thanks very much to Marta for coming over and speaking to me. If all this has made you want a copy for yourself, check the stack shop. We have a few copies left on sale in there. Or, of course, you can go the whole hog and sign up for our surprise monthly deliveries. You can see all that stuff at stackmagazines.com. Have a good dig around in the shop and you'll find loads of brilliant independent magazines. And remember, we've also got loads of podcasts for you to listen to. Search for Stack Magazines on SoundCloud or iTunes, and you'll be able to browse through loads of stuff in the archive and follow us while you're there so we can deliver next week's episode as soon as it's ready. Thank you very much for listening to this one, and we'll be back with another episode next week.